jazz age living, old fashioned sipping, pizzazz ain't missing, got the fat cats kissing the top, bring the old age back. Welcome, welcome to episode... Dan, are you? Did you do it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Of the Sunday Punch podcast, I forgot. Well, I didn't forget. I don't have the video. I'm sorry. I'm getting that out of the way immediately. Um, I just—it's a long story, and I can't go into it. But whatever. It, you're listening to this on Spotify anyway. Okay. We're not doing the YouTube. There's more important subject matter to get into, and that is they have stormed the Capitol, Mike. <laughs> Before beginning this episode, Mike said one top topic is off limits: storming the Capitol. They have stormed the Capitol. It's still off limits. <laughs> Let me tell but you. What am I doing in this voice? They have stormed the Capitol. What have we? What are we to do? Now that you say it that way, <laughs> now it's back on the table. Well, will you at least address? Do you think the the Chicago Bears could storm? Just the Chicago Bears could eat, and well, now that we know that you just can just walk in, mm-hmm. they could storm the Capitol. Do you think Khalil Mack's not getting in there? So here's here's the question. The question is, who's at the head of the spear? If it's Mitch Trubisky, no <laughs> chance. You put Khalil <laughs> yeah. Mack at the head of the spear. They end up in the backyard. <laughs> yep. Mitch, where are we? I don't know. I heard there was an Easter egg hunt back here. <laughs> what, what you need is like a evil mastermind, like like a. A Belichick kind of deal. Yeah, oh, I like that. He, he's pulling the strings behind the he's, scenes. He's got the hood on. He he lets lets him in. You know that's that's the way it would be. You you go there and you you go there. Everyone yes. do your jobs. <laughs> that's it. All right, we won't get into it. I can see I'm making Mike very uncomfortable. They have stormed <laughs> the Capitol. I'm, I must say, I got a haircut for this specifically for this episode. Looking fresh. Yeah, I you got, do look good. I Definitely use the coupon the I gave him. And now we don't have video. No video. I'm buying a video camera. It's going to happen. I'm, the rental is no longer a thing. I'm not Can't doing... Wreck. I'm not a rental type of guy. <laughs> I buy the tux when I go to the prom, okay? Um, but... NFL playoff football is here, Sean. We're here. Here we go, Buffalo. Here we go, Buffalo. Here we go, Buffalo playing the Colts today. Well, Mike, Mike is really the Buffalo Bills insider <laughs> that we need. I like, I like that you guys include me because, like, I, I'm as far from sports as possible. <laughs> How about the Bucks, though? Go Bucks. Go Bucks. If you ask me questions about the NCAA from like ten years ago, I'll know something. But. <laughs> Um, but, uh, let's get into it real quick. Dude, the Buffalo Bills, I think are going to put the beat down on today. I think they'll cover the spread, mm-hmm. which I think is, can you look up the spread? I think it's, six and, and about I think it's six and a half. I'll confirm. We get to watch it too live. Are we going to watch it here? Right. Okay. Um, and you know, Buffalo holds a nice, uh, special place in my heart because I used to be, um, for one year. A Buffalo Bills fan, and I'll get into that real quick. My buddy's dad. But oddly enough, it wasn't in Buffalo. No, it was in Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> Big Buffalo ba- uh, Bill conglomerate there. Um, it was my buddy's dad, and he was a huge Buffalo Bills fan. And so we would go over there, and he'd always have the Bills game on. And then one time, he felt comfortable enough, you know, as you are a fan, you feel – you get around people you like, Start. let me invite them into my mm-hmm. world. Maybe they'll enjoy. He said, do you want to, uh, you and all, you know, my buddy Matt was the, was the, his son. He's like, you guys all want to come to the Buffalo Bills bar with me one time? And so we go to this Buffalo Bills bar and it was awesome. Special happening, the Buffalo Bills bar. Yeah, bars. it was called Packies in Boca Raton. I don't know if it exists anymore. Well, probably not. 
They really packed him in there. I don't think. I yeah. don't think that's a conducive <laughs> yeah. spot for COVID. Although it is Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> that's true, and it's open. But, dude, when they used to, um, I don't know if, I don't know your Buffalo Bill background, but if you uh, have been around uh, a Buffalo Bills bar, Delilah's, I can only imagine Delilah's here. Yes. Well, you can get into that in a little bit, but I mean, every field goal, it would just be like. A normal play, <laughs> they'd be playing like the Jets, and they'd score a field goal, and they'd just start up the music. They'd say, here we go, Buffalo. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> let's go, Buffalo. Dude, it was awesome. So then we went every single week for an entire year. So the, the great thing about those Bills bars is, or, or really any bar for a losing team in a city that is not the home city for that, for that team, it's the people that are there, they've really identified with the team so strongly that it's almost like a, a religious event, like going to church each, each Sunday. Church, Bills bar. And mm -hmm. the thing about the Bills and many teams like them is that you just had so many dark, hard years that first downs feel like wins. You know, even just like converting a, a third and long, whole bar erupts, you play the bandwagon music, you pop a good old Labatt Blue. Oh, yes. <laughs> they did love that beer. I drank many Labats in my day. I like that they really rubbed it in the face of the Patriots in the last game, too. Oh, yeah. Like, they did not let... They're Didn't like, it's the been gas. a decade. Kept the feet on yeah, the gas. They <laughs> just kept scoring. <laughs> and Bill was... Well, Bill was too worried. You know what? He was worried he was planning his capital takeover. Exactly. Of course. He's really behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Bill Belichick is behind the capital. In, like, three years, we're to get, like, grassy knoll-like footage of Bill Belichick <laughs> Bill behind Belichick out there. <laughs> leading the charge. He's got a Guy Fox masks on, and he's just pulling it down as they go after the capital. Yeah. The capital um, gate, man. The <laughs> capital gate. Dude, I think they're gonna uh, put the beat down on a little dark. A little darkness to the end of that story is. Um, so the last <laughs> one of the last. You know, at these Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Speaking of Labatt Blue, they Here also like really ply you with a lot of heavy salt foods. <laughs> they had like, I don't know why, but they would give out these Arby's like style like roast beef sandwiches <laughs> that were just packed with salt. Do they call them beef on weck? Big thing in Buffalo, sure. beef on weck. Closest thing they got to it in Florida. Yeah, Arby's. probably. It's yeah, Arby's, yeah, they're exactly. like, here's a beef and cheddar. It's, it's, close it's actually enough. very similar, yeah. Um, and so we were like really knocking those things down and drinking a lot of beer. And, you know, he's an older man, so he uh, – <laughs> I'm watching the game. I can't, I'll never forget. It was uh, – they were playing um, – I think it was they were playing Johnny Manziel's Browns at oh, the time. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, very brief window. Not a gator. Not a gator. Um, <laughs> And I look across the bar, and this guy, to me, just looks like he's dying. No, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Like, he, he just, like... Looks unwell, very unwell. He looks like he's having a seizure, and then he fell off of his stool mm -hmm. onto the ground. For those of so, <laughs> so since since we doing a 4K video today, Adam is slouched halfway down the couch with his eyes rolled back to his head, gyrating. <laughs> well, so I'm across the bar. I'm like, Matt, what's the... Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with your dad? <laughs> it was his dad? Yeah. Oh, no. And so we rush over there, and he's, like, convulsing on the ground. And so we, we call 911. Oh, my we call, God. We get the ambulance there, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so uh, we get back. He apparently was just, like, too much heavy salt, not enough water, drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> and, like, you know, when you get to that age, apparently you just, like, can faint. You got it was no, just a faint. got it no reserve. Like, 
Yeah, he just fainted in the middle of the bar. Convulsive, convulsive syncope, I think, yeah. You think that's what it was? That's what it sounds like, right. Is that I, something you, you can get a lot of salt? To me. <laughs> it it, if you eat a lot of beef and cheddars. It can happen for a couple reasons, but beef on weck with cheddar is a big way to get there. My, my, my dad was in the uh, Bill's bar one time, and they recently changed like his blood pressure medicine and like had one drink and got super flushed, super lightheaded it, and went down too, and we freaked out. Really? Rushed him right to the hospital. This is Something thing about Bumble. Bill's bar. Something about Bill's bar. <laughs> was Arby's there too? Arby's may have been sponsoring the event. Catering, <laughs> dare I say. <laughs> well, the funniest part about that is then we... Um, the next week, we were back at the Bills Bar. <laughs> we learned right no lesson. Where we started it's a, it's a quick recovery period. Yeah. He, he drank some Gatorades during the week. We were back at the Bills Bar the next weekend. He was just like, this time he was like, you know, and everyone, you know, was very normal about it, too. And they're like, hey, nice to see you, man. Like, you feeling good? Like, not like they weren't acting like someone almost just died next to them. It, it makes me think that this is a, a normal event at a Bills Bar. Like, yeah, people passing people out. People passing out. It's whatever. Well, you know, it, they're jumping through tables outside. Lighting things on fire. It, it kind yeah. of brings up the question, like, did he look at his life and decide, if I'm going to mm-hmm. die, the place I want it to be is in the Bills Bar? Is a Bills Bar. Yes. And it's, it kind of, kind of for, makes me wonder. For would you? Well, you're place? a Bills fan. Yeah. That's got to be a top five place to die for you. Where do you want to die, Sean? I, I put it. I put it at five. I put it at five. Um, what are four, three, two, and one? <laughs> number Let's six. Let's start with one. Number six in my bed at home, surrounded by family and loved ones. Oh, number five. So Bill's boring. Bar. <laughs> Bill's bar beats it for sure. Does <laughs> anyone? The does top anyone ever get that though? Yeah. No, they don't, yeah, Sean. They do. No, they don't. They do. Maybe in Canada, they you do. can choose to end your life they there. Do. Some people get it. Some people get it. It's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, my top five places no, to dude. go out. <laughs> Put a percentage on in bed with friends and family. Uh, it's got to be high. Tw- 20? Is 20%? That is that high? Yeah, is that high? I think so. I think so. 20%. Oh, that's high. So if I told you, hey, man, the Bills have a 20% chance of winning today, you'd be like, oh, sweet. That's high. Um, well, well, <laughs> when, you, when you think about all the places you could be in the world... One yeah. fifth of the places in your home with family, I think that's pretty high because it could be the toilet. What about just home? Elvis, Elvis Presley. Presley. <laughs> Elvis How about Presley. like a WebEx meeting with your family? <laughs> yeah. That's not the way to go. <laughs> What's wrong well, with your I background? Well, I my death many a times <laughs> on Zoom calls. You're like Sean, <laughs> Sean, you're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> you're on mute, Sean. <laughs> Sean, press on mute before you gurgle. <laughs> Say <laughs> something. Did anyone catch I'm his last words? up muted. on you. <laughs> I'll be the one. Something, something. If you is that the fray? Yeah, I think so. No, I don't think so. I think it is the fray. <laughs> um, okay, so no, it's, not, it's not the fray. <laughs> you want to break down the rest of them? The top five? Yeah. Um, I think a great way to go would be skiing. You, you do four. Skiing. And then I want to hear one of Mike's, and then Me? I'll do one of mine. <laughs> uh, so in, in, in no particular order, three of my tops are uh, surrounded by family at home. Um, Lame. Skiing. Just going off Dope. like a massive double black. Wish it was a triple black yeah, diamond. At, at least. <laughs> at least. And just, just soar off into, mm-hmm. into the sky. Does a, does a duster fit into this story? <laughs> a duster needs to. Um, Not burning the duster. And I'm getting buried in the duster, by the way. Yeah. Uh, number three. 
This is tough. I mean, I've thought about this. You much. haven't thought about death. I haven't thought about yeah. this much. Yeah, <laughs> I guess not. You're still invincible, man. Yeah, you need to think about. I'll come death back to three. Much more. I'll come back to three. <laughs> Maybe in the Bills Stadium at the Bills game. That would be pretty cool. Be Have pretty a heart dead. attack. They win the Super Bowl exactly. or something. Well, that's that wouldn't it. be in the Bills Stadium, but they're not on the. No <laughs> that's chance. not one of the destinations <laughs> not, that they put up for vote at the, at the not Super Not the current Bowl way committees. the schedule is built out. Hey, where are we having the Super Bowl this year? Oh, Buffalo, <laughs> New York. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it there. Those are those are three big ones. I'll let you know if I think of another okay. one. Mike, what do you got Mike, for us? Mike, where do you want to die? <laughs> How about your you know, have you ever seen those videos on the internet of a seal getting punted by like a great white shark? <laughs> yes. How about you die? I haven't, but we'll watch one after. How about you right die from just game. impact like that? <laughs> just just a flipper to the face or something? <laughs> they, they like nose it and then the seal just goes twenty feet in the air. Well, I think the great white like it attacks from below. Yeah. And so it's about, it's like, you know, like a two ton shark at like 60 miles an hour and just blast you yeah. instantly. Yeah. Stunned. And so the last footage of you is like ragdoll flying through the air. Plus yeah. you want, it's not about like, obviously that would be extremely painful and whatnot. And the, it's instantaneous. The double blast it's instantaneous too. though. <laughs> you asked the seal dude. Well, the seals obviously has blubber. So it absorbs the shock. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, Obviously. oh, so, but you would definitely die upon it. It's impact. a built in seatbelt airbag yeah. situation. That would be a cool one. Hey, how did Mike die? Shark missile. Here, I'll show you the video. <laughs> Mike, 40 feet in the air. And then you'd kinda... have to explain a shark missile, and it just becomes infinitely cooler of a story. It's like a seal punt situation. <laughs> seal punt. Oh, you know, one of those classic seal punt I'm not situations. Not sure if the seal's punting or getting punted, yeah. but you'll figure you it know, out. You know, before we go on to like number whatever on, yeah. on the way to death. Let's, let's talk a little bit about Sean's <laughs> shirt right now because the top half is mesh. <laughs> In a mesh tank just, top. Just above the nipple line, so he's, he's being discreet. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren plays Dolph Lundgren in a mesh tank top. And then we that got is a, an interesting jersey you got there. Jersey. And if you spin it around, do a little 360 here. Check this out. Oh, watch, watch the uh, – we don't want to lose power here. What's that say? Oh, that's what you like. You used to be in the flag league. It's, it's like the flag league. Oh, okay. Play 60. I didn't you know, know cool. you could also be a. And it's reversible. <laughs> Sean is taking off his shirt. God, where is the camera it's when you need it? And the mesh stays on top. You guys, you guys are missing out. Today. Yeah. Oh, so you like basically don't even have to wash that shirt. You don't have a home in a wager, so you just flip it. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. You can use the. <laughs> The actual NFL team in your flag yeah, football. Yeah, isn't that cool? Were you good at flag football? Mike and I were talking about this before. Mm -hmm. You're, uh, I don't know if Mike was in one of these, but in, the, in my earlier years, I was in one of those speed leagues. No pads, <laughs> all coordination. What? <laughs> nope, no strength, no pads. It's all just speed. It's all speed. It's all speed, baby. Well, I don't know. It's just flag football then. With speed. <laughs> you just like to call it speed league. I mean, it's, it's good speed. <laughs> It's like so you never play tackle. It's like, it's like lean dad speed, lean dad speed, mm -hmm. lean no. dad speed. No, no tackle ever. I have bones of glass. You know, LDS baby, LDS. LDS. Speaking about dad speed, I mean like dads used to be so fast in like the mid to late nineties. But what That's happened? That's true. To what happened? That's true. What happened to dads? <laughs> Much slower now. <laughs> Start with the bills. You end on lean dad speed. Well, I mean. Which really brings me to the next topic, which is, what happened to dad calves? Because <laughs> dad calves make dad speed. Yeah, I know that's true. That was probably peaks like, you know, early 2000s. <laughs> early yeah. 2000s. Now, you say what happened to dad speed. Do you, like, actively now, presently go out and, and look for dads and say, you know, start running or... 
or hey, how fast are you? How are you judging? What's the data that's behind this data, late nineties dad yeah. speed versus now dad speed? It's it's all well, is it just your dad? <laughs> it's because my, it's he my would dad. slow down throughout the years. No, it's, it's one of those things. <laughs> what happened to my dad? Well, he got older, Mike. <laughs> That is 100% what happened. <laughs> it's one of those things that you, you know it when you see it. And it, the great thing about dad speed is that it, it, it's, all, it's all linear. There's no cuts. There's no side you know, misdirection. Mm-hmm. It's point-to-point, straight-line speed. Yeah. I'm getting that way, too. Like, my, uh, when I went back home, we were throwing the football around. Yeah. And so I used to be pretty fast. I, you know, I probably got a little bit of LDS right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the cutting – as you get older, is definitely what what uh what puts you in the. You're grave. Just doing, you're doing all <laughs> you're doing you're doing all, all pose patterns. Because remember when you were a kid, you'd like run five feet, like shuffle ten steps left, run five feet forward, uh-huh. shuffle ten steps yeah. right. You do all these like zigzag serpentine patterns. Now it's just I'm going serpentine. I'm, I'm going A to B post route every time. Yeah. So question: When does Dad speed peak, and then when does Dad's strength. Now, do you peak? have to be a dad, or are okay. you just saying dad speed as if like thirty-three to forty-year-old? But I, I, if yeah. I don't have a kid by thirty-three That's to forty, point. would I still have dad, quote unquote, dad speed? Yeah. Do you have to have a kid to have dad speed? No. That's a good question. No. You have to be capable of having a kid and like being a dad with like somewhat stable well, I don't know job. If I'm capable. What, oh, you're capable. <laughs> you're. Definitely I mean, I've got no test. Dude. <laughs> I don't have that baby god. That that uh, that specimen. But but I, I mean like like you're mm-hmm. in like a stable career. <laughs> you're in a stable career. Yeah. You got kind of this you know mm-hmm. situation of, of going up. You're working the four hundred one k. You might have a disability insurance or a life insurance plan. Mm-hmm. You, you're eligible for dad's speed at that you, point. You, okay. You have, the, you have all the dad <laughs> yeah, stuff. You have your first comorbidity. You might have some sleep apnea or some hypertension. <laughs> you're yeah. ready for dad's Something speed. Something very, yeah. very you basic. You could be a dad. Okay, I get it. So I mean, the so hypertension. Peak then the peak would be thirty-three to thirty-five peak dad speed because speed. And now that I'm running around, I'm like, damn, like Antonio Brown's like thirty. That and guy like is all, fast, man. But I'm just like, man, do you think he's having the you know, <laughs> I'm relating myself to Antonio Brown, but <laughs> but do you think like even he like knows? Like so he was like so fast, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think he in his mind at 30 is like I've lost a step? Something's mm-hmm. not quite the same they do. here. Those guys are such finely tuned yeah. machines. But they they that's have to. when you start using the dad power. I mean, it just transitions. <laughs> It's true, but of course, by well, he is a dad. <laughs> Talk about dad speed. Antonio Brown has major dad speed. So we, we talked about iceberg for a hot minute. That this guy's been in dad speed period ten years ago. So he's well past this. But he's moving to dad strength now. He's dad strength. And let me give you an example. We're out there playing flag football. Slow as molasses. Doesn't his, have the dad speed. No dad okay. speed. His position, he would wear these amazing gloves that made up for all his loss of dad speed. Yeah, the gloves. Mm-hmm. Now, his position was to be the option out of the backfield. So he doesn't need speed to get downfield. But once he gets the ball, he uses his, his power. In flag. In flag. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting strategy now because that's you, something. you really don't need power in the flag football. Now that's in not fact, something. I believe it's a penalty if you use power no, no. In, in any sort of capacity. But, but you're not getting it. The age allows you to use it because you can start oh. using the rules. Because they're like, he's so old, we can't really penalize him. Exactly. Yeah. And then you throw in a couple of hurdles for no reason. And, and yeah. then you look pro. Yeah. You get away with more stuff when you're that dad age. I remember when I was uh, 
growing up, like, you know, middle school, high school, m my dad always had these comments about, you know, Sean, actually, like, male strength peaks at about 36, 38. I'm like, oh, that's cool, Dad. You know, I'm, then, then I'm in college. My dad's like, you know, male, male strength actually peaks around 40, 42. <laughs> it just oh, kept, just, it just kept moving goes up with, with him. With, well, and it's weird because power. I'm approaching all of these ages. Right. <laughs> so he just kept getting – he kept – Riding, it's, it's, it's like the, uh, the bell-shaped curve where you're mm -hmm. at max speed, but he's actually just surfing the wave forward, mm -hmm. staying powerful. Mm -hmm. Lost the speed, but staying powerful. Well, my dad did, I remember him saying to me, like, you'll see, like, 35 is, like, your peak. Mm -hmm. That's what he said to me. With 35 is speed? your peak. Strength well, he speed. didn't, I, at that point in time, I wasn't, <laughs> well, dad, what do you mean? Your speed or your strength? <laughs> I'm going to be on a podcast in 15 years, Dad. Can you, like, break yeah, this down a little? Can you get us, a little please. bit more specific? Um, but he said that everyone's peak is around 35. Did your, well, not everyone. Men's peak are around 35. Did your dad have huge calves? I, I, don't, I don't remember, Mike? actually. My dad's got pretty good-sized calves. My dad's got pretty big calves. Like, my thighs are my dad's calves, for sure. Mm, looking at my calves... Then I don't think my dad had big calves. I didn't, but none of us did that. No, no. I, I got some well, yeah, thighs. Well, let me see your calves. Mike, break, they break out your oh, calves. Mike, show us the calves. For, for those of you God, who God, if we had the video. Know, this would be perfect. Look at this. It's about They're the not that big. It's yeah. about the size of a it's microphone. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also an interesting sock choice. <laughs> Mike, um, take us back to your thighs. Well, take us back to how you want to die. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I told you about the, the going full speed. <laughs> well, you guys are trying to convince me, like what? going full speed somewhere. Full speed, runaway full train. <laughs> I want to die. Runaway train, never come, come back. back. I want to die having figured out this dad's Runaway, I never issue. come back. I want to wait till I got that solved first. <laughs> I got, I got solved that first, honestly. That's a very Mikey. Dad's Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Runaway train would be a good way to die. Dr driving it or getting hit by no, it? No, just just it's run. It's a runaway. Or you're on the train, or you're on no, the tracks. You're, no, you're well, you're not near the tracks. It's a runaway train. It's off it's the run away, dude. It's gotten off the tracks. You don't need to be near the tracks anymore. Okay, well, are you are you in its path or are you on the train? train never comes I want to be back. on the train. He's just like somewhere in the Taco Bell. Then. <laughs> train. Train comes right through. Oh, dude, didn't you see James Bond? <laughs> you lose your Mountain Dew Baja Remember, blast. he was like in the, the random thing. He was like, come, come, Mr. Bond. You know you enjoy killing just as much as I do. And then he stepped away and the train blasted <laughs> through wherever it was, and, and then that, it was a runaway train at that mm -hmm. point in time. That would be a pretty good way to die. Not as good as <laughs> shark missile. <laughs> the seal punt. The seal yeah. punt. Mm -hmm. Adam, what do you got for us? Uh, yeah, some sort of like Hunger Games scenario. Ooh, I like this. You know, like most dangerous game. Where you could survive. You could survive, but like, you know, that Only would also be another cool somebody story. Else. But you got to take some other people out before you, you, get, you get offed. Well, like you would games. take if it was the well, yeah, that's a Hunger Game scenario. If it was the most dangerous <laughs> game scenario, then you wouldn't have the weapon the hunter would, but you could still oh. murder him or her or her. It's 2021, people. <laughs> Women can kill people too. <laughs> they stormed <laughs> the Capitol. <laughs> Let's go back to the Capitol. Um, or, or that movie, um, Michael Douglas, The Game, mm -hmm. where it's like they're just coming after you and you have to. 
I kind of like that one more. I like that idea a lot. Where, you, mm-hmm. where, where you're being hunted and you just yeah. have to like keep either escaping or trying to get away. And then at the end when you're like ready to end it all, it just turns out to be a big birthday party gift. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! That's how that movie ended. Yes, it's amazing. That can't possibly no, be true. He, he jumps off a roof to end it all and escape it all, falls through all this plated glass, lands in a giant like parachute, and everyone goes, surprise! And it's been a big birthday gift planned by his brother. And then there's no, like, at the end, That's like, like, wink, like, no, dude, it wasn't a birthday. Director's is, cut, probably. Is Nick Cage in that movie? <laughs> no, he should have been, though. Why is he not in that movie? <laughs> you know what I've been or, convinced or, of? Where's my game? <laughs> I, I actually think that someone needs to go by the National Archives and look for the Declaration of Independence. Because I'm convinced the storming of the Capitol was a big false flag operation. I saw that meme. Just to get Nick Cage into the, into the, the archives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be true. Running with the bulls, dude? That would be a cool way to die. Pamplona? Have you done that, Sean? I was there, but I didn't go. You were in Spain. Did you Wait, do it? Wait, you were there and you didn't do it? I class, dude. <laughs> I had class. <laughs> I had class, too. I had cla- yeah, I would have, but I had class. I was in class. Yeah, I would have was... definitely run with the bulls. It's like on a Tuesday during their siesta. They don't, those guys don't play by the same rules we do. I was yeah, over there. I was like, I have to make A's. It's a little different over there. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do it anyway. And it was like four hours away from where I was studying. Mike, Mike you were in Madrid, right? I was in Madrid. Someone dies every year at that, don't they? Can you imagine Mike in Madrid circa 2014? Oh, here's my Madrid story, which isn't very good, but I'll tell you anyways. <laughs> I'm, good preface at the bar low. You're listening, so here we go. I was like 22 at this time and learned, quote unquote, learning Spanish because that's why I went to Spain. <laughs> and um, I convinced myself that I could learn Spanish again on the flight over, so I... I went through the the Spanish book very fast. Didn't get through too much. But like the first conversation I had with was um, an Asian woman in a store trying to get some laundry detergent. And so I'm like trying to speak Spanish with someone that has a very thick Asian accent Mm -hmm. in Spanish. And I couldn't communicate at all. And I ended up saying, uh, tienes sopa de lavador, which means, do you have soup for the washing machine? <laughs> What'd she say? <laughs> She's like, what are you saying? I don't remember what she said because I didn't understand. But I was trying to say, do you have soap for the, the washing machine? <laughs> do you have soup for the washing machine? You know, some people come back with running with the bull stories. Others come back with soup for the washing machine. Mike goes to Spain to meet an Asian woman and ask her about washing machine That's a good person to test your Spanish on, too, Mike. Mike's looking around all of Spain. He finds an Asian woman and is like, this is the test. This is the one. This is the test. Because if I get something wrong, she can't correct me. (laughs) No, she just looked at me. She knew I had no idea what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I can't help you. Wait, how long were you guys both in, in Spain? I was there for. I didn't know this at all. I was there for for like a summer for a summer a stretch summer semester. Uh, I was there for four weeks. Oh, uh, so it was fun. I mean, that's a good amount of good time, people. Dude. Good people. I was there when uh, the Los Peroflautas movements were going on, which was kind of the derogatory term for the young kids who had uh, no jobs and kind of like you know there wasn't a good economy for them, so they would just sit on the stoops and like the pl- the plazas of the cities and just play flutes and hang out with their dogs. So they called them the Peroflautas. <laughs> Did you? Uh, there were thousands. Participate. Of I was in class. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's busy class. learning. How long was class? Like thirty minutes. <laughs> class was all day. Class was eight to three. Met met two awesome Did bros. Nothing but went to class. Met Spain. two awesome bros. Uh, one guy's name was Forrest. The other one's the name was Kyle. A and M Aggies. Um, forest. Well, it's a word for forest in Spanish. Is bosque. 
So our house mom just called him Bosque Kile for Kyle because that was Sean just called me Juan. <laughs> so Juan? I was Juan with Kile and Forest Bosque. <laughs> Why'd she call you Juan? Because sh- like Sean like is, sh- is a very non-Spanish sound. Yeah. Didn't There's no sp- Spanish Sean? It, it's, it's essentially it is Juan. Juan. Yeah, they converted it to Juan. John. It, that's the closest thing they have because S-H, shh, in Spanish, we don't have it. How's it they, sound? Well, like, I think it's because they don't like to be shushed. Or they don't like shushing. They don't like to be shushed. Mike, did you ever shush an Asian woman in Spain? <laughs> I did not, but I went to, I went to the Nobody police station to, shushed. to get a recreation of a shusher once. True story. Wait, say that again? What? Do you know what that's from? No. No. I went to the police station to get one of those drawings oh, of someone. Oh, got it. Of a shusher. <laughs> of a shusher. Uh, oh, that's another sort always sunny. Shush. Another always sunny. You, you, you tell people they're animals. You don't shush them. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like this. They go to the character guy. <laughs> he got like a what was it? Like a propeller hat. On. <laughs> All right, well, forget the, the propeller hat, but just look at his almond eyes. His evil almond eyes. <laughs> well, dude, before I die, though, which will definitely happen in a way better way, maybe running with the bulls. What about if I was in Spain, I would have run with the bulls. I'm I'm redacting everything I just said. Let's go. I would have definitely been there. And dude, it'd be like a Hemingway story. We'll get some laundry machine soup, and then we'll go. You could have been a great writer. You don't know. You run with the bulls once. Changes your world. Change your route. Changes your life view. Yeah. Let me tell you a dad story that I just (laughs) (laughs) about potential potential death. (laughs) Now, my dad was probably sixty, so he's. We've already agreed that he's well past peak strength by this <laughs> yeah. point. Well, the, but now, Way past 35. We're probably moving into the, the time of a man's life where they believe things with all their heart that is not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that probably mm-hmm. starts peaking around yeah. like 65. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, in a last show of strength. So this year. In the last for your dad. <laughs> in a last show of strength, my dad water skied behind a, a prop plane. <laughs> <laughs> what? They, literally, it was. It, they connected uh, one of the ski ropes to a mini prop pane in Maine, and he skied behind this thing as it was trying to lift off the ground. And they got like maybe like a foot off the off the off the uh, the water. But that'd be an interesting way to die. <laughs> and he did that. Sounds pretty cool. And a final showing of strength. So so far as far as animal ways to go, we've covered running with the bulls. Seal pun. What about like snakes on a plane? Snakes on a plane would be a good one. If that was all of mine, yeah, all of mine are completely impossible. Yours are like like cool ones. Mine are just completely impossible. But it would be cool. How did Adam die? Cobra, American Airlines. <laughs> just a cobra. <laughs> Flight ninety three. Mine, mine are all based on movies. Actually, Hunger Games, snakes on a plane. Interesting update. Although Mike was kind of close to Deep Blue Sea there. Yeah. Yeah, right, you're in Deep Blue Sea. Right before the storming of the Capitol, there was, you know, because you want to make sure that our, Mike, <laughs> you make sure that our, po- our politicians and our bureaucracy are spending time on valuable and meaningful pursuits. They determined that no longer can, a, it can an individual fly on an airline claiming an emotional support animal. Or rather, yes, I did the, the airlines are not obligated to allow them mm-hmm. to have emotional support animal. And who stepped up first to embrace this new policy? American Airlines. Did they? they American did, Airlines wow. the first now, to embrace could you, it. Because in my scenario, before they outlawed that, emotional, could you have an emotional support snake? That's what I'm saying. Emotional support cobra. Bit of a viper Could you board. bring a snake on there if you 
I saw somebody bring. That would be, I've seen people bring some I strange could then things have on died. I think technically a mini horse is considered a. It's true. Emotional emotional support support it's true. Oh God. Little little Sebastian. Little Sebastian. <laughs> Interesting. Actually, Ryan and Alini brought the dog back from Brazil right before that went into effect. Really? Yeah. They snuck it on. Nice. Yeah. Or got in uh, last minute there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Is that you who told me or Ryan who said that someone had their dog and they brought it into the States and because of coronavirus, they had to like put it down? Or did I just dream that? No. We, no, we, we, we had this conversation. There was some conversation about like, Will it actually get through customs because it might be carrying the virus? I, someone told me that it got through customs. Or, you and I had this conversation, but I don't know, I don't know where it came said, from. And they said, no, we, we have to kill your dog. I'm forgetting. This is all fake news. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fake. Yeah. Well, okay, you can't, you can't talk about storming the Capitol, but what about, I mean, this just happened, dude, last night. Donald Trump's uh, Twitter got, got suspended. Yeah. No, permanently deleted. Permanently deleted. I don't know. Okay, moving on. Before I die. <laughs> Wait, I, I think that's a good thing to talk about, though. Like, do you, I, I think that the big, the big argument people are going to have against this is, is Twitter demonstrating a way of silencing him such that freedom of speech is not respected? Has his, have his inalienable rights been violated? This is, this is dark, very dark information here. Yeah. I mean, I would like, argue no. It's a platform, but I, I, I mean, these. I'll these, tell you one thing. These dude. rights are from the government, and it's just that the government can't. I like, think. Yeah, you. I'm. I'm a big. I'll. I'll take it first, and then you Go can chime it. in. I'm a big free speech guy, dude. I think like ISIS and Al Qaeda should have Twitters. <laughs> if you want to follow them, that's on you, dude. Do you're, they have a, you're a weirdo. Do they have Twitters? <laughs> I think they did, and then they got banned. Honestly, if if you were in ISIS or Al Qaeda and you had a Twitter account, like, thank you, Patriot Act can track you so much more easily. As far that's, as I'm that's concerned, very true. If you build it, they will come. It's like it just seems we can like, intervene oh, earlier. God, here stuff. we go. Here we go. Now the stuff. precedent's been set. Now they can do it to anyone. Well, it's it's like if you, if I think the the problem with screwing with free speech is that you're going to like amplify the margins of insanity. And that's kind of probably what we saw a little bit in the Capitol. So I, yeah, I think it's a slippery slope. I think you got to just let people speak freely because if you don't, then you're just going to push them further and further out to the periphery and they're going to have crazier thoughts. Yeah. By banning him, didn't he just like infuriate the entire, like now they have ammo. David, You'd be uh, like, oh, you see, you see what they do. Yeah. Yeah, D- David Sachs, uh, one of the uh, venture capitalist guys out of, I think, California, has his own podcast, uh, the All In Podcast with some other guys, had a great point about this, which is the way to combat, you know, that kind of speech is just with more speech. But I don't think it's silencing. It's just, you know, you're, you're supposed to just have more speech and good I speech about stuff. I 100% agree with that. You know, rather than, rather than shutting people down. And I'm not saying that there isn't some amount of culpability from the president about what happened at the Capitol, because I think there is, but... More speech is the answer. Better speech is the answer, not cutting off speech. God, it's, it's dude, imagine how pissed off he woke up this morning. Oh, I know. <laughs> Trump? <laughs> he had to be so pissed this morning. Listen. Can I borrow someone's Twitter? Wait a second. What's Parler? Okay, I'll sign up. <laughs> well, supposedly Parler, they're like blocking that on app stores, like yeah. Google Play and stuff. Yeah. What? That is so insane to me. It's it's kind of wild. Well, I, you know, I, theoretically, the free market should fix this if you That's just let, let it do its thing and just like not get not, too jacked up about it. But 
but they're just those are monopolies basically to have wielding the power at that point. There is no free market once there is the set monopoly. It is interesting that a lot of the crackdown on social media that's coming through right now is being instigated and, and I, th I think rightly so about you know are, are these groups publishers or are they platforms or are they kind of both and therefore which rules apply is coming from what is currently a democratic party led house so they're you know kind of pursuing these facebook's and twitter's and google's quite strongly and yet the opposite side of the political spectrum is being more comprehensively silenced right now through those platforms yep <laughs> yep Okay. Well, I think we touched on that one. That was a good one, right? That'll be we, a clip. we didn't go. We That'll didn't go. Uh, I don't think you you don't need to go deep off the end to like describe what's happening for that one. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I think it's stupid anyway. <laughs> it is pretty stupid. I think it'll fix itself. <laughs> you want to rotate to the uh, I'm not gonna freak out about Twitter. <laughs> you wanna rotate to the up and coming a Chicago Bears trade package? <laughs> well, yeah, before I die, I do want to um you know, Deshaun Watson. You want, you, who still has a Twitter, by the you way. Want a Bears, <laughs> you want a Bears Super Bowl. You got I want a Bears Super Bowl, but I think Deshaun Watson, he wants out of Houston. This was the breaking news in the last few days because Houston, I don't know if you know the backstory. Houston said... I uh, don't. Break it down. Break yeah, it down. so Deshaun Watson said, I want to meet... This is kind of like a wild uh, request from him, but now, you know, he is the franchise QB. He said he wanted to meet the GMs, and then before they got hired, um, he wanted to, you know, give, basically give the sign-off. What does that mean? He told the owner of the Houston Texans, he's like, I didn't like the last GM. Didn't oh. think he made a lot of great decisions, and I'd like this to be like a team, like, you know, kind of like football itself. I want this to be a teamwork thing. I'm not telling you who to hire, but I would like to at least meet the GMs before you hire them, offer my input, and in his words, you don't have to take my input, but I would like to be heard before you hire. Then Texans go out and don't do any of that, hire the guy, and now Deshaun Watson apparently is pissed and wants a trade. The Bears can make it right. We should have done this in the beginning, yeah. never drafted Mitch, put all of it into a trade package, send the Texans, you can have whatever you want. Just tell them. Just tell them that. Send a text message. Send them a tweet. Right. Mm -hmm. Bring it back. Um, say, you can have whatever you want. We want Deshaun. We want to make this right. What? Now I don't know if he would want to come to Chicago because, according to Deshaun Watson, the Chicago Bears never talked to him That's, before that seems the insane. draft. That seems insane. Yeah, well, I think they did. So, I think so he's what's, just feeling. What is what is Deshaun Watson he, he, hearing and seeing after that conversation? Like, what's the message to him? Because if he's sitting there and he's like, "Hey, I just I want to see at the table again. My input does not." sway the vote here but i think it's just good to share my thoughts and hear what the gms are thinking and then they don't include him is this is his interpretation of that i'm not their franchise guy they're going to get rid of me like what what is his what's, his what's the message back to him is, um no they signed him to a long-term deal so i think um i think they've made their point of we paid you you know you're our guy let kind of let us handle the business we'll take of care things. of this you just go out there and throw the football but I can see it from the owner's side. <laughs> to, like, yeah. If I'm the owner, I have like a billion dollars. I'm like, I don't need to consult, you know, basically to him in his eyes. He's like, that's my employee. Why would I, like, if you're in any business, did the CEO come to you and say, 
hey, man, like, I'm thinking about doing this or that. Like, <laughs> what do you think? What's your input? See, it's like, I yeah. don't know. if Yeah. I can see it from the owner's side of being like, I'm not going to do any of that. And, and from the owner's <laughs> side, like, the, the owner interfaces with the GM much more than, like, the GM is interfacing with the players, I think, right? I mean, the GM kind of just runs coaching and operations, but there's really very little he does with, like, plays, play calling, Yeah, no, he games. does nothing. Yeah, so, I mean, I can so. see where they're just like, listen, just – yeah, it's like, wh- what would you have this to offer? This is your offer lane, as, I don't know. Yeah, what would you have to offer as far as a GM? I could see the coaching, because you'd want to meet the coach coaching and be like, see. hey, look, <clears throat> I think these play calls work best for the personnel that we currently have. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of meet the coach before you hire that person. The GM is making the personnel decisions, though. It's not like, what's right. Deshaun going to do? Like, right. Are they going to come to Deshaun and be like, hey, should we take this Clemson wide receiver or the Notre Dame exactly. running back? Deshaun. Exactly. Deshaun. <laughs> have, you bro- have you broken this down? <laughs> It's like, I don't know. Well, I guess the the personnel could affect the plays that are called, though. Like maybe a spread versus like a a power run offense. That's true. I mean, I could see him gaming for that. But if he's mad, let's get him. Let's let's make it happen. So the only thing else, mm -hmm. look, Mitch is gone. What's on the table for Deshaun? So what do you want to draft the quarterback or go after Deshaun? What if Mitch gets to Super Bowl? Still gone? Here he's got to win. I like one. how you keep saying this. He's got like there, There's a possibility that Mitch gets to the Super Bowl. Very not going to happen. Saints are favored by ten yeah, tomorrow. Gonna be, gonna by the way, so um, I think they'll cover that spread. But um, yeah, they'll lose immediately. I think in so. your very hypothetical scenario, they would have to, right? You That's have the only to. way. Yeah, if he gets hot, he goes full Joe Flacco. Then you guess you have to. That's the only way. But. It's it's not going to happen. So what would Chicago have to give up to get Deshaun? Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't really broken it down. Khalil Mack. Um, Portillo's. Portillo's. The Bean. <laughs> Throwing the Hancock building. The Hancock building. <laughs> the Willis Tower. He can be our GM. We don't have a GM anymore. Fire Ryan Pace. Deshaun Watson is our QB slash GM. <laughs> and we have to rename like a red line stop yeah. after him. <laughs> Break into the film room. Deshaun, what are you doing? I'm breaking down the defense. Yeah, but dude, the payroll's all out of whack. <laughs> oh, I just want to, I've, I've read the Bears history. There has never been a good Bears quarterback. I mean, yeah, Jim McMahon, wow. What about Rex Grossman? <laughs> That's true. Florida <laughs> Gator. Guy, Florida <laughs> Gator brought Gators. us to the Super Bowl. But, you know, I, I would like to uh, live in a city that had a Tom Brady. Oh, I know this is like, or a Josh Allen. Yes. Slanging it. It electrifies the city. It's good for the economy. It's good for everything locally. And God knows we're going to need it after coming out of this year of COVID. (laughs) Um, It would be so great to see that. And we could make it right because we should have drafted him in the first place. There you go. Paying penance. Uh Uh-huh. And he could, he could get out there, run around. It's going to cost good, dude. It's going to cost us the bean though. (laughs) Who cares? I've been there. I've walked underneath. I get it. The reflection's would he, long. Would Deshaun live inside of it? <laughs> like a 360 funhouse mirror? <laughs> he can see everything outside. Well, you can't even go to the bean anymore. It's Is where it COVID off? lives. Dude. I thought, COVID I, lives I, on the bean. You can see it. You just well, from the street. You can't touch it. It is where COVID lives. Yeah. I like to touch it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good photo op up close. You can't even see yourself from that far. Yeah. I mean... uh, I just want to see something, some something happen because other than that, it's like, all right. In my mind, you get rid of everyone and then you're rebuilding for 
you know, five to seven years. It's like, why don't we take the opportunity? If the, if the opportunity exists and he would be open to it, let's take the opportunity. Let's make it right. Let's not do the rebuild of five to seven years. The Cubs are already doing that. The Bulls are in the middle of it. It's like, I, I just want, I don't, I don't want to just not have anything going into a, a year where now that COVID will be solved. Uh, by the way, you got your second shot? Second shot on Thursday. Okay. Uh, feeling you get well. your second shot? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Mike has had less than two. <laughs> Interesting. Few, fewer than two shots. You want to get into this? No. <laughs> fewer than two. <laughs> I'll get mine this soon. Pistol on the Capitol. <laughs> I knew I saw you there, dude. Fewer I than saw two. you on the screen. Um, were, were you the one in the Chewbacca costume or the Viking hat? I can't remember. Where was I going I before that? Oh, out of COVID now. Um, I would like to, you know, now that I'm going to be going out because I know what life is like without the option, I would like to go to a bar and have a good Bears team on the TV. Oh, that'd be amazing. What about what if the Chicago Fire soccer team goes off this year? Would you be Ooh, happy about that? Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Uh, when is the World Cup, by the way? Because I was just talking to JoJo about that, and I was like, that was so – remember when the USA, Michael when, when Landon Donovan was Captain Captain America and he made that that goal? That was so Algeria. sweet. That was too Are you talking cool. about Algeria goal? I think was that 2010? That was when it was like – over like extra time and he fucking launches down the field this is when we were in uh college he yeah. launches yeah, down the field and uh he scored in, like the last second to i win think that the was game. algeria i've never been that moment to me is like top dude, oh so cool dude the world cup is the best sporting event on the, on the earth you, everyone's cheering for the same team around you yeah like at least mm-hmm. for, i believe for, that we can win for the most part I right like it just, it, it's just mm-hmm. it's such a cool moment of unity and the level, That's what we need. the level of sportsmanship is just amazing. We need <laughs> after the capital yeah, raid. Honestly, yeah. the World Cup will fix the capital raid. Well, we're, no, the USA is not in it. They didn't qualify. They, they got to wait another full eight no, years or whatever cut, it is. They didn't qualify for 2018. They haven't really started much of the next qualifying round. Is this the one that's in Qatar? Yeah. You're lying. Oh my gosh! With like all the can you look that up? I'm pretty and, sure uh, we're not in Qatar. They haven't done it yet. No, I'm pretty sure they've already done all of the qualifications no, and it's done. I Sean, look it up. I do it. like the the, the uh, they didn't bring that up anymore, do they? Remember when Qatar got it and then like like 20 people a day were dying because oh, the right. working conditions were yeah. so horrendous and it was it's, so hot there. It's coming to North America in like uh, 2026 20, or something like that. Is, is it LA? I don't know if they just have a beer anymore, Sean? but it's gonna be like Mexico, I'll Canada, United States. Check, 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 check. So let's see. Um, which teams will qualify for the 2022 World Cup? This is ESPN, football, FIFA. Um, let's see here. I don't think they've done it yet. It doesn't look like they have. Well, that would make me extremely happy. Yeah, so it looks looks like European has not gone through, um, or or recently, the draw might have been in December. Uh, the groups, the groups, the groups. Let me see if I can find it. I know this doesn't mean anything to you guys, but we've got good players at top clubs right now where who we got weston mckinney he's playing center mid at juventus we got christian pulisic he's oh at yeah chelsea um who else i don't know got? any of this but we got keep going brother. giovanna reina go he's off playing like left go wing off. at bruce dortmund i'm with these are top teams in the world in the world and this is and we have starters on them and we have 
people that start frequently for them. Yeah. Why did it take? So I guess what you're saying is we're on a good path. But why does it? Ta- why did it take so long? I know. Like we're the United States of America. We've got the most diversity. We've got the most talent. Why in the world can we not put together a soccer team that Mike, dominates? I think part of it's because well, the culture here is like we've got so many options for sports. But like yeah. mm. in different countries, I think they pick these kids from a young age and essentially like throw them into academies. So they do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, JoJo was saying they really? go to the favelas. They choose someone when they're like four really? or five. Then they live on whatever the soccer campus is, and then the best of the best of those are chosen to then yeah. represent I mean, Brazil. Bessie was take, he's plucked out of Argentina from like 14 and then flown over to Barcelona to train. Yeah. So I, I guess that's a good point. So if you, if you had, A, that ability to kind of like just have these 14-year-olds and or their parents like sign these kids over, yeah. and then you said, okay, instead of football, baseball, soccer, what are sports are there? Basketball, <laughs> lacrosse, lacrosse, like everything. And you said we basically focus, we, yeah, we basically focus on S- soccer, speed flag, football, speed like flag, or whatever. You know, like <laughs> power flag, dad, speed flag. No power, power flag, power flag. <laughs> That's the problem. We got too many dads playing flag football and not teaching <laughs> and their not, kids soccer, and not sending their sons to favelas. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, sending their sons to favelas so they get picked up by soccer. Yeah. Well, the problem is they have dads. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You need that that dadless (laughs) anger to really propel you into professional sports. (laughs) They have stormed the Capitol. The Capitol seems like the safe subject. (laughs) Let's let's move back to the Capitol here. (laughs) Okay, so... But it is, dude. You go to, you know, you got nothing and you got to now rely on this person who their only goal is to make you good at soccer. They don't care about anything else. I like this idea of like of like pooling the talent. So l- take professional sports in the United States that are not soccer. And which athletes do you think, if started at a young age, would be the best soccer players right now for the United States? What does that mean? Like would like if <laughs> yeah. if LeBron, if you said you can't play oh. basketball, I'm forcing you at yeah. the age of 14 to start soccer, mm-hmm. would he be good? LeBron? Yeah. Yeah, he would. How tall he's is just he? An, he would be good at anything that he nine. wanted to do. He's, he's a very he, dude. I'll put all my personal feelings to the side. I, I, I'll tell you, one this, of the man. best athletes of all time. Mm-hmm. I'll agree to that. But like, it's unusual to have soccer players taller than like six four. Yeah, he could be a good goalie though. Goalie, could, there you yeah, go. for sure. There you dude, go. Who's like, our goalie? Howard. Howard. That was amazing. Awesome. Who's who's number eleven on the Chiefs? Tyreek Hill? Is that Pringles? Him? Is that Pringles, <laughs> Pringles again? Who's the fastest? Great guy the chip, Chiefs? even better wide receiver. Someone like that would be out of control in soccer. Super fast. Oh, Tyreek? Yeah. Yeah. Tyreek Hill would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, he would be very he's got like the no messy neck. size and would be faster than Messi. Yeah, no neck to slow him down. <laughs> no, no neck, neck to slow him down. No, yeah, that wind perfectly aerodynamic. <laughs> when you got a neck, he's just a it's giant, just that wind is catching on your it's neck. A giant teardrop just <laughs> running through. Dude, that guy is Did amazing. you know Toby was uh, like born in Italy and was a huge soccer Yeah, I, I remember that, yeah. Going, yeah. Growing up. Adam, Kobe, uh, Kobe Bean Bryant. Adam read a book about him recently. I didn't read it yet, okay. but I do. It's a co- more of a coffee table book. It just goes into the Mamba mentality, breaking down different aspects of life. So you read it like a page at a time. It was he, he seemed like he had his head screwed on, right? Agreed. Kobe. Agreed. Yeah. Or, yeah, I guess, yeah, there's... Hmm. I mean, he there's, different, there's different, different takes opinions. on that of, like, 
is being obsessed with something and only working, like being a workaholic, is that having your head screwed on right? Or are you yeah. like, is something wrong with you? There's, there's an interesting TEDx talk that my buddy Taylor showed me a long time ago. Uh, I think it was done either in somewhere in Australia or in Canada, but it's easy to find. It's called Why You Will Fail to Have a Great Career. And it basically goes into this, like all the things that you will do that will seem like the right things that you want to do to be either acknowledged in society, have a family, get dad speed, dad these kinds speed, of things. Power, and, dad and, power. And, and why it will sabotage you. And it applies, you know, to men, women, black, white, tall, small, like just what you will mm -hmm. sacrifice to, to give up being, a, having a great career and, yeah. and the stories you tell yourself to justify it. So it's, I don't know that it's my outlook on the world, but just a really interesting counterfactual to think about. What do you think? You're going full hippie here. Full hippie? Yeah. I did have this really interesting patient. I'll, I'll get to your point. Uh, the, like a couple months ago who came in like hair down to his butt, like wearing, you know, uh, Tevas and like just <laughs> like no labels on any clothing kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, um, man, that's my beanbag. <laughs> my beanbag. And he actually, he teaches philosophy at the at local colleges here, local uh, liberal arts colleges. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was, it was I fascinating. Bet he loves that. Oh, it, oh, he loves it. And, and we were just sitting there talking and I was just kind of asking him like, what's your perspective on the world? Like as a philosopher, like a philosopher. He's like, you got 90 hours to talk about this? <laughs> yeah. And, and basically he's like, well. <laughs> Sean's like, give me the cliff notes. I only got 10 minutes. I'm like, we, we have a 20 minute appointment. Let's break down your view of society and the, the universe. And he, he basically had like this like deadpan on his face. He goes, these are the end times. The end times. Oh, come on. And, and like gave a very reasonable argument that I thought was just kind of really interesting. But to, to your point, like, how do we conceptualize all this stuff? Um, Did he have a date on end? Because I, I would like to know time? the end date. No date. Does I he just think it's going to be the Mad Max hellscape that I've been praying for? I, every I, I, I think the quote was, this is revelations. Like, this is what we get. It's fascinating. Oh, so hmm, a philosophy guy that was I'd like to grab heavily like a, into theology, I'd too. love to grab like a stiff kombucha with that guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what, what are your ball. thoughts on working hard versus... Uh, I guess if it, what, I bet you Kobe was extremely happy the entire time. Oh, so yeah. if that's for yeah. you, that's for you. Yeah, I, I think the the part of this of this uh, TEDx talk that I thought was most interesting was not so much like what do you or do you not do, but the the stories we tell ourselves mm. to either justify or rationalize it. And so I, I haven't done this in a while. I should probably rewatch it, but actually sit down and say like, are there stories or you know preambles or conclusions that I'm drawing from what I'm either sacrificing, doing, getting involved in that is kind of allowing me to rationalize the sacrifices I'm making either for career or education or family or that sort of thing. And where's that going to take me? And therefore, am I happy with that? So I, I have to run that thought experiment again. I don't have a good answer for you, but that's the part I liked more was like, what are the stories we're telling ourselves to justify our actions right now? Yeah. You know, it's a bizarre thought. I read this like years ago, but what you pretty much just said is you could have a conversation with yourself. Mm-hmm. I do that all the time. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. You and your it's 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 bizarre. And then if you can have a conversation with yourself, then what is yourself? Like you can have two different points of view talking to yourself in your brain. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah, I think you just blew my mind. You? you just blew my mind. So it's so like who is the self? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> are there are there more than because I mean there was some you other close idea. the door real quick. There was some other idea recently about, you know, like, uh, what was it? When we develop that our inner voice, 
like the voice that we hear in our own head and how young children are when they, when they get that voice and where it comes from, we don't really know yet, right? And, and who is that know. voice? Is, is that the dominant of the personalities or perspectives? Is it? It's the, yeah, it's the rationality or the is dominant. It, is it id, ego, superego? Like, what, what is that? I don't know, man. You think Joe Buck has that? <laughs> you think Joe Buck's hair plugs have that voice? <laughs> that was a uh, sledgehammer way to work that one in. Before the podcast, we're like, uh, Mike's like, uh, I, I found uh, Joe Buck. Uh, I've always wanted to talk about Joe Buck and his uh, hair plugs. Can we work that in somehow? So that's how Sean, Mike, that's how Sean lasered that one in there. Give us the backstory Josh here, Josh Allen style. Give us the backstory Backstory here. here. Uh, I, I think I was probably at the dentist and I was reading some, you know, there's mm -hmm. a splay of magazines picked up yeah. SI. A Got splay. Get, got I like this, that word. Splash. Yeah. Got to this article, and this is probably the, one of the dumbest articles I've ever read in my life. And it, it's really you need it. to read more articles. <laughs> <laughs> You're, that's probably true, but <laughs> this thing is from 2016. It's titled, titled "Joe Buck Reveals That Hair Plug Addiction Nearly Cost Him His Career." <laughs> oh, they're gonna say his life. And well, like, I guess, yeah, career is very closely tied to life. So Buck has said that a virus cost him his voice for part of 2011. But that was a lie. His loss of speech was a side effect <laughs> of a hair a transplant liar. procedure. Wait, one time, the, the, the voice loss was a side effect of a hair transplant procedure he had? So supposedly he was intubated. Um, oh, for the hair? So for his hair transplants. And, and, and this is a guy whose entire career at this point and since 2016 certainly has revolved around his ability to speak and comment on football games and to have good and he hair risked on TV. It for it to keep the hair it says he had like somewhere in the realm of like four hair transplants four life, which is insane wow and the idea to be addicted to hair transplants <laughs> is also insane well it, it gives you the sense that the hair transplants he's are not giving addicted him to hair transplants he's addicted to vanity so, so that's the question. That's He's, true. What's, what's giving him his thrill? What's giving him his hit of dopamine? Is it the actual act of going to do like a hair transplant or is it how do I look afterwards? And he looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like not working, dude. Connect oh, and also your whole career in life? Yeah, you suck at that too. <laughs> Not a great commentator. Would you rather the Black Mamba mentality or the Joe Buck mentality? Yeah, bla Black Mamba, no, no doubt, dude. Because at least that results in some sort of like, you might hate yourself, but you at least then go out and you hit a game winner in game seven mm -hmm. of the NBA finals. And, and that was that was Sports <laughs> Illustrated, right, Mike? This is a, this is a reputable blue check marks. Uh, <laughs> blue uh -oh. check marks. Yeah, yeah. Since that's a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't but, say the wrong thing, though. Yeah. The I mean, overlords, they'll get you. I thought this was just a bizarre article, and it's just stuck with me for years. Could you see yourself getting... <laughs> a hair transplant? No, just it, like becoming addicted to something like that. Or anything. <laughs> Are you addicted to anything? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm addicted to this podcast. Hard work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Success. It is a very bizarre thing to become addicted to. It, I guess it is vanity. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it must be vanity. That's, that's what the actual addiction is for. Yeah. I guess I'm addicted to alcohol. <laughs> really? Well, I, dr I, I drink it like consistently on a weekly basis. Not, not like every day, but I'm saying like if you drink, three beers a week 
then you're technically addicted to alcohol, correct? Mike, does that check out? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think what you're describing is. I think. Uh, no, I'm not talking about alcoholism. I'm talking about I'm addicted to, like, I have committed to drinking for the rest of my life, right? Even if that's two beers a week. So if you've committed to working out the rest yeah. of your life, you're are you addicted to, to working, working out? out. Yeah. See, that's a more positive. I like that better yeah. versus like I'm addicted to alcohol. Mm-hmm. I think that's a semantic thing because like addiction, at least in a medical perspective, is you'd have to have a detrimental effect in your life. Right. Oh, is that what addiction means? Yeah. It yeah. means detrimental. Yeah. It, it actually is, is subtracting from some other so aspect of your well-being. So a workaholic wouldn't be detrimental then. No, you could, you could argue that. I mean, because you could say... If what you're a workaholic, then your your family life falls apart, and then you start stop like, I don't know, taking the garbage out and washing your body or something like to the extent that you don't even yeah. take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that would be an addiction. But, or, but it was, if even if that was the detriment, what if that person was making a ton of money? So this would guy- you call that more of a detriment? Like, would you say you're addicted even though it results in something positive? The detriment. In my mind, and how, where are you to judge on what's the detrimental part? That's tough. That's tough because what's it, 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 then the question becomes: Are these trade-offs or are these detriments? Yeah. And I what think, if he's like, I don't care about my family. I love money. Yeah. <laughs> would you say, dude, you have an addiction, or would you say, oh, if you love it, then just keep doing it? If that's what makes yeah. you happy. If it makes you happy, <laughs> do you ever do that in the doctor's office? <laughs> oh, Start wait, singing. That specific song. All I do in the definitely not. Be that bad. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> what about the, the philosophy guy? <laughs> if the honey buns make you happy. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a weird one. Yeah, good question. I don't know. Like every time you're here, we get we get deep, we get philosophical stuff. Is that intentional? I don't know, man. When you were here last time, we were breaking down postmodernism. We had... You know what we need? We need one of those, like, speaking of cameras, one of those NFL, like, because I like this just hanging out on the like couch. This, yeah. But we need one of those, you know, on the NFL it, like, swings around. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a constant, like, or just like a drone. But then... That'd it, be cool. Sound. Yeah. yeah. It'd have to be a, a silent drone. We, we could mount from the ceiling cameras and just switch between. That'd probably mm. be the easiest of the three. Yeah. Wiring. We, again, we need a studio. <laughs> Let's go break into an undisclosed location <laughs> in the loop, carrying all our equipment and talking about the Capitol <laughs> to get the camera. To get yeah. The come camera. on. My bad again. Sorry. God all damn it. All good. All good. Somewhere chill like a Panera or something. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> chill. That'd be great. Well, Adam and I were joking about. Oh, yeah. We're going to do this. Summertime, Here, bring this up. This. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to use the bathroom. Break it down. Uh, okay. So, dude, what we're going to do in the summertime. I'm going to have a full setup in the park by my uh, apartment. I'm just going to have like a back a background like setup. Uh-huh. Have the cameras all set up and all of the mics all set up and just do it outside. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, nice it's and sunny be, day. You might need some of those wind resistant microphones. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works either. But they exist. I think you can get the ones that just uh like connect here. I mean, they do it like I'm. I like you watch the NFL shows and they they're outside and they yeah. do it. Yeah. We'll make it happen. I'll I do the research and I'll make it happen. But wouldn't that be fun? I think that would be fun. And then people are like walking by. It's a great. You'll 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 check it out. But it's a great park. Is it? It's amazing. Okay. And there's like a ton of people out. 
but there's so much space that you could easily set up in the middle, have your background, have the cameras. And I see people with cameras out there all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like no one cares. And you get like a guest to come on, just random people to walk in? Yeah, exactly. That'd be cool. That'd be a lot of fun. Plus, then you, you start spreading the word locally a little more. And they're like, like people hey. are like, what's this? And you're like, oh, this. And then they tell someone. Hey, what, what's Sunday Punch about? Yeah, not literally nothing. <laughs> we're a show about, well, we're supposed to be about sports, but. But we're always about sports. It always yeah. connects back. Somehow. It always connects back to sports in some way. So I was looking up weird pregame rituals. And He's in, dude. He's into the outdoor Oh, I would love that. I'm into everything. We, we, yeah. but, I don't know about we, the. He brought up a good point of wind resistant mics and stuff, but I, we'll figure it I out. I think these think these things help. These little things they break. It I down. don't know about this whole situation. I think we have to get one of those like battery pack mics that that sits here. Oh, the lavaliers. Let's do yeah. that. That yeah. sounds great. That sounds it, great. It's been it's been figured out. <laughs> it's already been figured out. <laughs> yeah, I was looking up like a weird pregame. Stuff. What, what are you doing? I'm just, I'm just relaxing. Yeah, just <laughs> chillaxing. Podcast keeps Mike's going. Just, it's, it's, I'm becoming more horizontal. Yeah, he's working his way into the couch. He'll be the couch at some point. <laughs> he's like that weed commercial where the girl is like melted into the couch. They're like, my sister used to hang out with me, but now she smokes weed. That was like 10 years ago. Now everywhere sells weed. <laughs> now know. it's okay. Now that's it's okay. That's addiction, man. <laughs> Yeah, when you're part of the couch, you're addicted to something. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's what Mike looks Mike, like. Away, I keep interrupting you, though. No, it's okay. <laughs> Man, you just brought me back to a point I wanted to make earlier. Fantastic. When did they stop teaching kids, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt me? Because we grew up thinking that. <laughs> no yeah, one like, taught that. I grew, up, I grew up taught that, too. You no, you we didn't. We had to recite it Name. right in school. No, you did 100%. not have to recite Michael? that in school. I, 100. You had to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. You nope. didn't have to recite the, nope. the, Mike's right. the nursery rhyme. Mike's right. I, maybe it was a Florida thing, but 100% was taught that in, in the 90s elementary that school. That exact phrasing. And then the messaging now is like, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but we'll just censor the words that hurt you. <laughs> I mean, it's just become insane. Back to the censorship. It's just become insane. I know. We'll I, put marshmallows I mean, around just you. Like Don't the, worry. The free speech argument is that that's just kind of like where it comes down to. I just wish we had returned to that mentality. It's like, I know. It was a little bit. We were talking about this. Yeah. I was over at uh, Mike and Maggie's last night. Oh, nice. And we were talking about like um, actually this, the social media. Um, we were talking about the social dilemma and how, you know, people are getting bullied more. It's uh, teen suicides gone up 400% or whatever. Oh yeah. And me and Mike were like, what happened to good old fashioned bullying? You know, you're like out at PE, someone would chuck a football at your head and say, what? yeah, what's up pussy. <laughs> but then you moved on and that guy moved on too and became a psychopath or whatever. <laughs> but, but you know, it didn't affect you your entire life. And you're like, oh, okay, that, that, solidified me a little bit more i got a little bit more armor little chip now. on my shoulder yeah, right. like i know like not to trust every single human yeah. in the world that was good old-fashioned bullying now it's like and and you'd, you'd go to your sporting event and you'd lose get and heckled they'd, they'd be a little like, bit yeah you suck yeah and then you'd have to walk off the court on. blah oh. blah and then that's it now you get a participation trophy if someone bullies you like that you have to go to some sort of like therapy on campus and then talk it out and blah 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 there need we need to get back to good old-fashioned bullying i'm and, not sure and, i and, totally and, agree with that but. and not and not 
obviously then some sadists they take it too far. I think dude. I think but like you know frat hazing stuff like that. Some some of it is good for you in the long run, and that's I, where I'll leave that there. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna change. So my, my opinion on this is just you gotta have a little more shit talking and be able to handle it. Like I remember shit talking Don Geta. Shit talking Don Geta call out i remember like getting up to the, the baseball pl- plate like to go to bat and the catcher's just railing you just railing you from behind how, how his pitcher is going to just destroy you yeah and like watch out this one's coming at your head mm-hmm. so i told him to throw it at your head and you're there and he's right behind you and the, the um the umps were dead so <laughs> didn't say shit well they were too busy they're like how am i gonna run faster yeah. tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> the umps are dead it's like my, my knees are acting up <laughs> down here getting honked over <laughs> yeah they would just they would just tear you apart and yeah. if you got a hit you'd get in the first base you point at him throw a finger at i think him. That's, like, that's, that's that's good for you i think that still exists especially in basketball that's good basketball for you. is a major mm-hmm. trash talking sport you go to any well, not now, but like when we get back to normal, you go to any LA fitness and you get on that court. Oh people are yeah, still that's talking true. Trash. That's true. People are dunking people are on you, calling you trash. out, calling you out for but sure. But I would like to go to one, you know, and like act like the woke person on the court <laughs> and be like, uh, "Excuse me, sir, that's not actually politically correct." I'm going to report you to management. I'm going to need you to apologize. Everyone, stop. I'm holding I'm the ball. I'm going to need you to apologize to me in front of all of these people. It's 2021. Let's grow up, okay? That's the new trash That's talk. it, dude. I'm reporting you to Twitter. And y- your account, it's gone, okay? <laughs> Get ready for your account to be gone, You're sir. over. You're canceled. You're so canceled. Anyway, check. What was up? What was check the ball. <laughs> anyway, check. Everybody ready? Man up. Man up. <laughs> <laughs> so i think that but i obviously being comical i think that still exists that sort of trash talk you know so that's good yeah. well, you were gonna say that you bullying should be completely eliminated in schools and that i am some sort of um ogre or some sort of uh you know precisely jabroni. precisely <laughs> precisely oh let's put it this way we, we talked a little bit about the postmodern philosophy, whatever. But truth, there's like a quote that I heard. It's like you have to risk be risk being offended in order to be in the pursuit of truth. Mm-hmm. I think that's just the fact of life. God. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Mike is just so darn reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, Yeah. But that's what the free speech. To be is. honest, I wasn't paying attention. I was looking. <laughs> I was making sure that all of the levels were working. All still. levels were good. But um, I'll assume it was something smart. Said. It was profound. Okay, it's profound. not my quote. You want me to say it again? I do. <laughs> okay, it's like what? How did I say? It? You have to risk. You have to risk being offended in the pursuit of truth, because you're inevitably yes. like you're inevitably going to come up against something that yeah. you don't agree with, and then you have to contend with that. And then you you have to reconcile your thoughts with someone else's mm-hmm. and then come out the other side with a I more have, true or whatever opinion. I have to reconcile that the Bears probably aren't going to trade for Deshaun Watson. And probably and not even the though Super Bowl. I want it to happen. And probably keep Mitch Trubisky. And, and even though I don't want any of those things to happen, I have to reconcile. And, and no matter what happens, I can't just cancel all of those different facts of life. Who, 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 oh, yeah. Who, what is our national championship predictions, by the way? Uh, Alabama by a billion. Yeah, but yeah. Ohio is there State a billion trillion fulfilling? All of it. Yeah, all Did of it. Ohio State looked good. You gotta admit, I can't wait. They I showed can't grit. Wait. They showed grit for sure. I can't uh, but, wait. But I think Bama is gonna stop. What's them. up with that dude that got that speared two playoffs in a row? Did you see that guy? Oh yeah, no. he got a. What, what is he? He got a. Did he get? 
what's the word I'm looking for? Ejected? He got ejected. Twice, yeah. For two targeting. playoffs in a row. He didn't even target the guy by his crown to crown helmet. He targeted by full on spearing him I don't in, see, into I his didn't... flank. Yeah. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You talking about the Clemson guy? Yeah. Yes. That hit Justin Fields? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a clean hit. Well, the, I, I think that as the rules are written, the crown of the head and any. The crown of the helmet in any, like any forceful manner is considered targeting, no matter where you hit them. The thing is, Justin Fields is juking at the last second. Yeah. Wherever he's headed with his head is... He's going to go into... That's, you, to that's think the that guy part. was like wants to lead with the helmet and like <laughs> literally destroy his own neck is like an <laughs> insane <laughs> right that's the question is he, <laughs> he like actively did. trying to get i don't think so dude and i thought it was still a clean hit i was like great hit to the ribs <laughs> great clean yeah. hit just clean hit black now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> clean and then now the they're trying to like oh I, I, I don't like ohio state and uh and, and it's because now they were trying to postpone the national championship you know this right no, really. Yeah, they're like, Ohio oh, State we is? have a COVID outbreak. Like, we're we're gonna need another week or two. Meanwhile, it's like the real reason is you need Justin Fields to to recover. Yeah, to recover. So from his from his when yeah, from the from from, from these, the target quote unquote targeting. When when these college players get to the end of a season, how beat up do you think they are? I to be honest, not, not as bad. not as bad as NFL. That's what, well, and I. For sure. I mean, Justin Fields plays. First of all, he only played six games. So, so this is what I'm yeah. getting at. So all getting six at. were against Powder Puffs. So he finally gets at. to play Clemson, who I think sucks, and then they beat them. So he had one bad hit in his entire. That's season. what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So, so he has one bad hit. Like he played half a season against Powder Puff teams. Yeah, and it was it, it was a solid hit. Clearly, he was targeting. But like <laughs> Alabama has played a full season of SEC games. In and out of the grind every single week. I mean, they're like what five games more or four games more. Iron sharpens iron, dude. They're mm. gonna come in there like grizzled warriors. Pressure makes diamonds. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's like uh, Claypool and the Steelers. <laughs> He's gonna have. They're gonna have that war paint on <laughs> their face. Right yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they're gonna come in. Plus, Alabama always has that swag. Uh, dude just won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, they're gonna kill it. They're they're just feeling themselves. Speaking of Alabama, if they don't get Deshaun Watson, Mac Jones gonna uh, Mel Kiper's uh, mock draft came out. Uh, Mac Jones is uh, gonna drop to like twenty two. <gasps> so if the Bears lose today and they'd be like nineteen or twenty, they could get Mac Jones. Why is he gonna drop? They're just his mock draft has um, Trevor Lawrence going one, and then they have like Justin Fields not even going to the Jets. They have him dropping to uh, well. Another thing is is Miami mm. settled on Tua. A Tua, yeah, they yeah, they could take a. They, I don't know, through their whole like trade matrix, what they got done, yeah. like the third pick. Um, but yeah, so I, the, Mel Kiper seems to think after that they're just gonna draft on needs, right? And so then you wouldn't need a Kyle Trask, a Mac Jones. Who's uh, the best? Quarterback? Oh, oh, Mel Kiper has. Here we go. Mel Kiper has the Jets drafting Zach Wilson, not Justin Fields, at number two. Really? Yeah, BYU. Quarterback. BYU guy. Yeah, which was immediately on Twitter hit with Oof. racism. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> yeah. By him not what? putting Justin Fields as the number one quarterback. He was called He racist? was a racist. Mel Kuyper should be deleted off Twitter. What? <laughs> you can't judge people on the football play anymore, okay? All of your, your mock drafts, 
need to have Justin Fields at number one. I don't understand. Or Elf. Or Elf. <laughs> or Elf. But, dude. Justin Fields had some nice bombs in that last game. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. I just think Clemson sucks. <laughs> so... Especially their secondary. That's true. I mean, Alabama does – their defense isn't that great either. I think he'll look okay, but I just think uh, Alabama is just going to score every just single him. time. Yeah. That, Plus, Waddle might play. That Alabama <sighs> running back, that guy, he's like on ice skates out there. Man. He, his, that guy is amazing. Yeah. And the wide receiver, Devontae Smith. <laughs> the guy that's super skinny. That he guy's got the dope. Heisman, right? Yeah. The Heisman. They were also talking about um, – uh, I was listening to Bears radio. They're, so they were talking about this. Um, they were saying, oh, the Bears might draft a wide receiver. It's like, what? <laughs> that's just such a stupid thing to me. It's like you got to build the whole team. The Bears might lose two offensive linemen this offseason. Mm-hmm. Mitch might be gone, and you're going to draft a wide receiver, mm-hmm. a luxury item. Yeah. Doesn't... It's like going to the gym being like, I know I need to work on my biceps, triceps, and chest, but I'm doing only forearms today. <laughs> Today's a forearm day. Or today's forearms. Or dad calves. <laughs> yeah, or dad calves. So, dude, if we can get Mac Jones, the knock on him, oh, he's a statue in the pocket. Yeah, so is Tom Brady. Right. Okay? Right. Why does every right. quarterback nowadays have to be able to run around? Triple threat, exactly. Exactly. If you can protect him and you can throw the ball, give, give him a chance, Okay. Plus, he looks great. Have we he looks it? great on <laughs> he, Alabama. He does, and he's putting up huge numbers. Yeah, mm-hmm. put up huge numbers. He looks really good. So you're off the Trask train now. Uh, Ugh, Trask well, had a bad, bad, bad oh, bowl yeah. game, but he doesn't care because it's a bowl game, and he didn't have any of his receivers. I, I can't believe how uh, no, bad I would still be if, happy if they got him, but I'm now realizing that Trask needs a lot of weapons to look. Yeah, good, that, that's good. a good point. Like maybe it was just he was surrounded by talent, mm. and you know, through dimes, but guys were open. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you can you can throw a dime to Kyle Pitts, and he's gonna. We catch looked it. horrible in that game. Horrible in the bowl. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot we didn't. <laughs> Adam talk didn't about watch this. it. Adam didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch I it. I kind of stopped watching it too. There was this one throw by Trask that was like dead on to the receiver, and the guy just dropped it. Yeah, like I was like, this game's was like, over. This game's ridiculous. This is gonna happen. This game's over. He should have never played. There's no played. reason he to play. And, no, and just, oh, the Bills are, are the we Bills got, on, dude? We got football to watch. Oh, we got football to watch. We have football oh, to watch. Dude, we've made, yeah, hour 17 in. Mike, closing We didn't thoughts. even get to, <laughs> I know. We didn't get to talk about. Some of the more dangerous material. Some of the more dangerous <laughs> I told material. you, you becoming You kept our... <laughs> me talking about dad speed for 50 minutes. I did it. And therefore, I couldn't get to. The show notes said or anything else we want to talk about. And we just landed on dad speed today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you motherfuckers. I, I am so happy we kept it. Uh, kept it it won't go to waste. It'll come up in another cast. Wait, so you can't do next Saturday? Correct. Okay. And you can't do a Saturday after that? No. We'll put out some individual episodes. Wait, you're It'll be not, fun. What are you doing next Saturday? Out of or town. Sunday? Out of town. Okay. When do you go out of town? Saturday morning. Okay. Anywho, um, <laughs> I'll, uh, next week I, I'm doing friend. it anyway, and uh, Doggy Juice is going to be on. He's going to come over to my place. Lerv. Lerv. Who's Doggy Juice? He's a sports gambler, he's and a he's a, a bit of, fiend. Bit he's of a, amazing bit at of sports a rounder. gambling. Bit of a rounder? I've actually never met him in person, so really? this should be interesting. Oh, yeah. be a good uh, sit down. Let's talk. Yeah, exactly. Why um, doggy juice? Can we can you unpack that on the on the cast with him? I will. Yeah, I'll ask him about the name. But uh, yeah, dude, this guy's a sport like a sports gambling fiend. So As I'm in, gonna get is into he like that. successful? 
Very successful. I think he runs a few sports books now. Whoa. Yeah. In That's Chicago. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll talk about that as well. There's so many He's screens. a lawyer. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he knows all the He knows the what he's doing. He knows everything. what he's up to. There's some lawyers. He has his own. Hey, yeah, check it out. He has his own podcast, Doggy Juice Podcast. It's on uh, SoundCloud. There's definitely stupid. some strange. <laughs> stupid. Very strange people in this world that are interesting. Yeah. And, I've, and I, and <laughs> and I, find I intend to find them all. Speaking of strange people we find, what's uh, today's oh, rap yes. artist on the way out? <laughs> on the way out, uh, we got 7-4, guy I uh, found on uh, YouTube. It's uh, a song called Cash by 7-4. That's seven spelled out, the yes. number four, no spaces. And it's, uh, it's called Cash, and I think it's an amazing song. And I really just want to... Um, eventually be in one of these music videos because <laughs> hey, secret sound. I would have put the I, I would have put this on the video if we were recording and it just played it out like on the screen. Type in seven four cash on YouTube and watch. It's amazing. Featuring Bali Fast. Yeah. It's a great song. Um next week actually I promised Don Ghetto we'd talk about ghetto babies. So that'll be on the doggy juice one. Love it. Um also on Instagram, you can find this guy under Seven Mufasa. Seven just Mufasa. exactly how it sounds. <laughs> and uh, Chicago Southside uh, rapper. Actually, I can't. I don't know if that's confirmed. Anyway, look him up. Um, he's under the uh, De Niro uh, music label. So I don't know if he's in Chicago, but he is. Uh, he's for real, and the song's amazing. So listen to the uh, outro. All right, here we go, Buffalo. Here we go, let's Buffalo. Watch some, let's watch some Bills football, baby. Peace. Bye-bye. Peace. If it ain't about cash, then I'm sorry to tell you, but nigga, I'm putting you last. I stepped in my bag. I ain't stingy with money. I'm buying shit I never had. I'm living like fast. Mama say, boy, you better slow down before your ass crash. I'm stuck in my ways. Got a taste of the money, been feeding for it ever since. Every chance I got paid, niggas wanna know where I stay. Niggas play, hit him in his face with the K. While I'm at 72nd place, while I caught that case. Still rapping, still trapping, still taxing, still flexing. Still take your weapon, niggas lacking when it's fucking cracking. Back though, what happened? Now what happened when you fucking lacking? Party fucking cracking, booty shakings, booty Clapping. Bodies get to dropping, niggas flip flopping, click If it ain't about cash, then I'm sorry to tell you, but nigga, I'm putting you last. I stepped in my bag. I ain't stingy with money, I'm buying shit I never had. I'm living like fast. Mama say, boy, you better slow down before your ass crash. I'm stuck in my ways. Got a taste of the money, been feeding for it ever since. I said I'm exhausted. I gave up on that nine for now I work 24-7. They call me seven. If you speak on my name, better make sure that shit is with X. Since I get aggressive, I always been skinny, so I had to teach niggas lessons. Glocks on my preference. But as long as it got shit, then fuck it, I'm shooting whatever. Still the same nigga. With a little more money, my pocket's a little bit bigger. I'm trying to get richer. Cheese, I'm trying to get that like.